Hello, hello, welcome back. This is Stephanie Postles. You're listening to Mission Daily. I'm joined by my amazing co-host, Albert Chow. Albert, howdy. What up? What it do, baby? What does it do? I'm not sure. I have no idea. So, what are we talking about today? What's on the agenda? I feel I already know, and this one's going to be an exciting one, but... What do you think this is about? So you did something recently that was kind of interesting, which you explored your personal health. Now, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in alternative medicine myself. I've mentioned before, I, I would rather go to an acupuncturist than whatever Western medicine mm-hmm. tells you to do, put ice on it. I am very familiar yeah. with a lot of different alternative therapies and remedies, but you went and did, uh, did you get a therapy? No, did you went thing. and got like your biomarkers tested or something. What did you do recently? Yeah. I did a thing. So this is what happens when I have a friend who is huge into the biohacking space. She has a company. Biohacking. Um, it's just Everyone biohacking. tries to create a term for these things. But okay, biohacking. That's the new term. But, yeah. Okay. Imagine you've got a super smart friend who's telling you like, hey, you should go check this out. What do you do? You're like, okay, I'll try it out. Sounds interesting. So I went to this. I'm going to call her a doctor. I don't actually know what her name is. Um, and if anyone, by the end of this, you're like, I want to know who this doctor is. Email us at infoadmission.org and I will let you know what her name is. Um, but I'm just going to call her a doctor for now. She looks at your 23andMe genetic data and she does muscle testing. And she's kind of like this intuitive person who reads into you. And she comes up with this comprehensive plan of your diet, your supplements, what's going on in your body. And I will say when I met with this lady, it's over Zoom because she's in actually rest in Virginia. I was a little bit skeptical at first. I was about, I was ready to go back to my friend to be like, mm, I'm not sure about her. By the end of it, I'm like, everyone needs to see her. Because I went into it with having some like inflammation issues on my knuckles, my toes. I've had this for like 10 years. And I'm like a pretty healthy you're person. You're also Every young, doctor I, so this is odd. I mean, and it, young. It, exactly. I mean you're, in your, you're less than 35. Yeah. So I've been having this happen for over a decade, probably longer, always in the winter months. It's like always in December and January. And I go to these traditional doctors and they're like, "Mm, you might have rheumatoid arthritis. And I'm like, what the? No, I definitely don't have that. And they're like, maybe it's this. Just keep your feet warm. Like, And the responses were so just like blanket vanilla responses, not even like thinking about like maybe something's up here if it's been happening for 10 years and it only happens in two months. And I live in Texas. Things don't get that cold here. So like, what's the problem? I go to this lady and right away she's looking at my 23andMe and other stuff. And she's like, oh, you're a double empath. That means you're more tied to the magnetic pole of the earth. And during November and December and January, this is what's happening. And she's like, so that's why this inflammation is happening. You're having a histamine response and you just need to slightly change up your diet during those months because of that. Now take a quick for pause. The first, let's clarify. Yeah. Did yeah. she know you felt these things in the winter months? Yep. I told her it was in the winter months. Okay. I told her it was Before only Before or for- after she told you that you were attracted to the magnetic poles? She first told me I was having a histamine response. That was the first thing she said without knowing anything. And she said my inflammation levels looked high. Then I told her what had been happening to me for 10 years because it's something that you forget when it's not happening to you. When it's like 10 months of the year, it doesn't happen. It's like you don't think about it. And then it flares up and you're like, oh, what is this? And so I just let her read the data. And she first told me, here's some of the things that I'm seeing. And then when she said I was having this histamine response and she mentioned inflammation, that's when I told her, hey, this has been happening to me for over a decade now. And she was like, then she went into something about the magnetic pull of the earth, me being a double empath and kind of how it tied together. And I will say for the first time, I was like, this makes more sense than anything any other doctor has ever said, because 
other doctors are like, well, you're in California and because of this, or it must be because you're in Maryland and it's cold. And it was always just, it didn't feel right. And I knew whatever they were telling me wasn't right. So this is the first time I'm like, you know what, if all I have to do is adjust my diet a little bit in those two months and it helps it, I'm down to try. Like, it's not like they're telling me to take prescription meds. It's not like she's telling me anything hard other than like, hey, don't eat these things, especially in the winter months. So that was the first interesting thing, um, which, you know, it's I call I tell when I talk about this doctor, I say she's a mix of like science, looking at genetic data, um, and people might call a little woo woo too, where it's like people might see muscle testing and be like, what is she doing? Which I'll explain a little bit later. Um, but so that was the first thing, starting off with her, that I'm like, this is the most personalized approach I've ever gotten before, and I think my bar was so low when it came to working with doctors, I just didn't realize how custom someone can be when they look at like exact things about you. And so when she was getting into like details about what's working with me, she was going into like ingredient level stuff Um, because of what she saw in my genes. She was telling me what uh, genes were turned on and off. So she was like, you know, your Alzheimer gene is actually turned off, which is good because it seems like you have that in your family history, but yours is turned off. Um, This gene is turned on. And so she was going through all those metrics uh, and then she started saying, here's the things that you need to eat or not eat based off of what I'm seeing in your body right now. And the biggest thing for me, she's like, you should never be eating turmeric, which how many times do you read in the media where it's like, everyone needs turmeric with some black pepper, curcumin in it, anti-inflammatory. I, mean, I don't add it and to that's anything, actually, but yeah, I've seen, I've seen the news articles that say stuff about it. Yeah. Blanket responses. Like everyone sure. needs it. Uh, what's another thing you hear? Everyone needs vitamin D. What am I not supposed to have? I'm not supposed to supplement vitamin D. She's like, your levels, if you were to ever supplement it, you would just need a baby dropper amount of vitamin D and that's good enough for you. She's like, other people, they need maybe double, like 50,000 IUs or whatever to actually get them to a place where they're good. She's like, not you. And so it's like, I was very much just taken back by, oh my gosh, all the things that I thought were good for me or like healthy that it's just like, everyone should just eat chicken and broccoli. I actually shouldn't. She's like, that that doesn't work well with your system. Here's the meats that you should eat. Here's the kind of vegetables that you should eat. So she gave me this whole Excel spreadsheet. Uh, she gave me a very easy supplement list, which was like, I mean, stuff I don't even take, like bromelain, choline, um, like four things that you can get on Amazon for $9. So super simple. Um, but she basically removed a bunch of stuff. And she's like, you should never be taking glutathione, B12. So it was really interesting. It just made me think like, man, how many people don't know what's possible when it comes to really getting treated in a personalized way. Like how many people don't know this kind of stuff exists? And there's many of these kinds of doctors in different formats. Some of them can look at your blood tests. Some of them, I mean, they're all different, but like being treated that way was the first time I'm like, I actually want to go back to you. And you know what she said? She's like, my goal is for you not to come back to me. Like you should learn this about yourself once and I'll see you in six months to make sure our plan's working. But after that, like, I don't want to see you again. That's the whole point of this is like, learn what works for you and like, don't come back unless there's something wrong. So are you uh, actively, I guess, <laughs> following the plan now? Yep. Yeah. So I am following the plan. I mean, cause I was like a lot of the things where she was like, your liver's having issues right now. And like, you're not able to detox and it's because of these certain things. It's things I don't even care about, like taking turmeric out of my life, which I was adding. I added it to a lot of things. I added it to eggs. I added it to my bone broth. I added it to whatever. Like simple things like that. I'm like, sure, I can take that out. Um, I shouldn't be eating nuts. I mean, there's so many things that I was just doing because I thought were healthy. And I'm like, I like walnuts, pecans, like they're good. Um, But she told me I have 
a little bit of mold in my lungs. So she was like, I don't want you eating mushrooms and like moldy mm. nuts, like Brazil nuts. Um, and so anything that could have mold in it, she's like, we're going to cut off for now. You can reintroduce it later on once that mold's out of your lungs. But like, it was super interesting. And I want to follow the diet and just see in like three months how I'm feeling with just taking a few of these supplements, cutting out all the random supplements that I was just taking because I thought were good for me and like see how I feel. Because her whole thing was, it's not that maybe your stomach's hurting or that it's like a very visible thing. It actually might be throwing off your like neurotransmitters and how your brain's working and your serotonin and dopamine levels. For someone like me, who's very sensitive to, I mean, she was telling me stuff where I'm like, this is true for me and it wouldn't be true for, you know, my partner, Jeremy or you. She's like, you're very sensitive to sounds. You can get really overwhelmed if there's like loud music and people talking and a TV on like, yep, that's me. I get overwhelmed very quickly. I can feel very anxious if it's like too noisy. Smells really bother me. Like too, like I'm very sensitive to smells. And so everything she was saying, it was like very custom to me. And if she would have said it to someone else, I'd be, they would be like, no, that doesn't resonate. I actually love loud music and I love multiple conversations going on at once. And I love the smell Wait of candles from like the Dollar Tree. How can you say these You go to like Burning Man and stuff like that. Like that to me, so, I'm not, I'm not, by the way, I listen to music by place. myself very loud, right? I know the lot yeah. but I know that being in a, like you, she just named a handful of things that I would feel yeah. are quite prevalent at a place like Burning Man. Yet you came back saying like, it was a great experience. It is it. So I think you can still go into those experiences and you can feel very quickly when you're someone like me, very quickly depleted energy-wise where you're like, okay, I just need to like go be by myself and like a sensory blanket, like nothing impacting me. Like I can get, my energy can get depleted really quickly and I can have a good time in those scenarios. And then maybe like when I get back, it might take me like a week to recover. Whereas maybe someone like you, you're like, that was great. And I'm back to it. Like it fueled me up in a way where I'm like better off now. I need time to recover. Um, Same thing with like parties like if I go to a party I can be good for about four hours and then I feel like I need recovery time afterwards where it's like I don't want to talk to anyone I just need to like take a bath clear off everything that was like around me um and so I think it just depends like I like loud music sometimes too but there's definitely times like when family comes into town and you've got the football game on you've got someone listening to music and then someone's trying to talk to me and I can feel myself very quickly getting agitated and frustrated where like I can tell no one else is even noticing and so that was the stuff where she was like those feelings, a lot of it is just you, like, because you're this double empath and you can feel all these different things, it's you and food actually plays a big role in it where, uh, what you're eating could be affecting your brain basically. And it could make you more agitated. It could mess with your dopamine and serotonin levels in ways that you don't even know. And so it's not like where right now you ask someone like, Hey, how are you feeling? Like, you know, does your diet make you feel good? A lot of people might be like, yeah, I feel fine. Like my stomach doesn't hurt after I eat. I feel like my day is going pretty good, but they don't think about how it ties into their mental state, uh, which was pretty eye-opening to me. Yeah, the I, whether this doctor is right or wrong, I won't say I won't have an opinion on that. But I do know this, and as a graduate, going to toot my own horn a little bit. Uh, as a what? As, Did you say a graduate? As a graduate of the university. A graduate of what? Emory University <laughs> School of Public Health. What did you study? Rollins. I'm sorry, I don't like. What are we prefacing here? Listen. <laughs> School is not that hard to get into. I mean, I got in, but yeah, it's you know allegedly ranked in the top twenty-five. What credibility are you gathering? You know, allegedly in the top twenty-five. I don't know. I went there. Okay, so are you? But one of the things that we learned in some of the nutrition classes and why systemic, why are health problems so prevalent in developed nations? And we'll we'll focus on the United States for just this moment as I go on my rant. The one thing that most people 
listening right now have no idea about is the fact that how little nutritional education there actually is. It is shocking mm-hmm. how little doctors are taught about medicine uh, through eating, through eating food. And most medical schools in the United States only require one class or less to pass. So think about that. Everyone here is like, oh, but my doctor says like, your doctor literally doesn't know shit about it. So that's, yeah. that's, that's what's fascinating. So this is clearly something that has, we as a population, society, whatever you want to call us in America, we have gone astray. Somehow we are fatter than ever. We have more health problems than ever. One of the biggest, most, one of the biggest changes without question is the introduction of foods that are not just unnatural. Like that's a fact, right? Mm-hmm. And it's playing yeah. a huge part. I mean, to, to whether or not it affects the mental state, it seems perfectly plausible. I mean, I don't see why it mm-hmm. would, doesn't impact it. I know this is if I eat clean, when I say eating clean, it's just basically plants. If I eat like a plant-based meals for any extended period of time, I always feel good. Mm-hmm. I, I've never felt bad. You know what I mean? Where I'm not one of those people that, oh, I'll get bloated or gassy. Like I just feel good. And mm-hmm. if you're looking at this video or you, you've never met me in person, I'm pretty big. Like, so people are always like, oh, well, where do you get your protein? I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't it's not even clear to me that I need it because. Yeah. <laughs> I could. But that's where everyone's unique. Where yeah. It's like, if you feel good eating plants and your body is working correctly, then like keep doing yeah. what you're doing. Whereas like I was having inflammation issues and I felt like I was eating healthy and she comes in, she's like, stop eating kale, turmeric and chicken. And I'm like, but I know that's literally my life. I know when I eat like <laughs> high fat foods and when this is everybody though, but I know when I eat high fat mm-hmm. foods, I always feel bad. 100%. And for me, mm-hmm. it's even like, even something that's relatively higher in fat, but might not be bad for you, like red meat, I'll just feel mm-hmm. worse. Like they, I've only thrown up a handful of times in my adult life due to like inability to digest food. It's always mm-hmm. been from either steak. Like I throw up almost every time I eat steak. So mm-hmm. I've stopped eating it. <laughs> I wonder if you have what I have, because she uh, told me that I have a hard time. My body has a hard time digesting fats. It's because of some methyl something, something. But I eat really fatty gene. food too. It's not good. I know. Yeah. But she's like, yeah, but she was like, you can still, and she basically cut out beef and all these things on my diet. But then when I am eating any kind of fats, like that's why she prescribed these supplements. I don't know if it was a choline or bromelain or whatever one it was, but it was because my body can't digest fats very quickly. Yeah. Now I want to also thing. put a little warning out for you, Steph, and anyone listening is mm-hmm. like, so I, if you asked me to do a research report, I would be happy to do it, but I'm very much against supplementation. Not because mm-hmm. I don't think supplementation works, but the, I don't think people understand how unregulated that industry is. Like oh, when you yeah. go to a I mean, Whole Foods and you buy, like you don't know what that is. Like there is literally nobody yeah. overseeing what is in that. And yeah. the one yeah. of the things that's also true, and I read Michael Polian, he wrote The Omnivore's Michael Dilemma, Polian. which is a great book. I recommend it to anyone. Yeah. It just talks about like, how did we get to the point where like we all of a sudden don't know what to eat anymore, which is weird because this was not a problem. This is a modern problem. This has not been a problem for humanity for much of much of our existence. And he goes in to talk about how singular studies on nutrients is both helpful and unhelpful. It's helpful to know, like, for example, you were talking about a single, uh, in this case, a seasoning, right? Turmeric, turmeric. what does it mm-hmm. do to the body? But one of the things he talks about and he cites is often the reality is nutri- nutrition is not isolated. We don't eat things in isolation. We eat things in combination, right? There's there's really mm-hmm. not a time where you're like, oh, I need, like why I focus on my vitamin A intake or my vitamin C intake. And then it's a complex, nutrition is a complex science and it's very 
unclear. Most people don't know too much about it. It's also not studied because there's no money to be made by telling someone to eat blueberries, right? Your doctor herself, she said she only really wants to see you once. Well, most doctors don't want to do that. I want to keep running them scripts, baby, keeping you on them yeah, statins so I can right? get paid by the pharmaceuticals. You know what I mean? Seriously, I'm trying to go to that pharmaceutical retreat, dog. I'm trying to get my girl, yep. Stephanie, hooked on some pharmas. So we have a system not that doesn't today. promote it. And, uh, and so- yep. I, whether or not it works or not, I don't know, but I do say this. I always, I always encourage anyone with any health outcome that they think is off or not right or something like that is where you think the source of information is. It, you might not, you, you're probably wrong actually. And, and I think that's mm-hmm. what's shocking. And what was surprising to me is that Western medicine does not teach nutrition. So when people have gut problems, arthritis problems, mm-hmm. joint problems, there's a lot of different problems that occur from, it's unclear where they come from, right? It's like, I didn't get in a car accident. My shoulder hurts. I don't know why. Like you said, your knuckles are swelling. You don't know why. Mm-hmm. It might have something to do with what yeah. you eat. I mean, I very much believe that's probably highly yeah. possible. It's not my knuckles. My knuckles aren't the problem. And the fact that anyone even just assumed arthritis from the start, I'm like, what? I mean, I remember I was 25 when they told me that. And I'm like, excuse me? Like, I mean, I know that's possible, sure. but I feel like there's something else here. But I will say one thing that was very interesting to me lately Okay, so I love my red wine here and there, but lately I've been like, man, red wine really just like jacks me up. Like the next day, it's really hard for my body to bounce back. Is it because I'm getting old? Is it this? And I started realizing recently, if I get wine that's not from California, I'm good. Oh yeah, you told me about this. I'm good. Yeah, and so I've known this now for maybe like three or four months. I think when even when Lacey, my chief of staff came into town and I was like, I can only get this kind of wine. And I knew this all about myself, but I didn't know why. I go into this doctor and she tells me, because uh, we're going through alcohols, and she's like, beers and hops, they're fine for you. Like, obviously within reason, but like, you're fine on that. She's like, vodka's fine. She lists out every single one. And she's like, red wine, it needs to be either organic or not from California. And I was like, why not from California? Which I've already known this myself. I just didn't know why. And she said, because they all have glyphosate in it, like that's the pesticide that everything in California has on it. And so that will trigger your histamine response, which is basically the inflammation issues I've been having. And she's like, so you can drink wine, just don't drink it from California. And that's when I was like, something's matching here because this is what I knew on my own. I just didn't have a reasoning for it. And I would tell people that I don't drink California wines and they literally be like, why? California's the best, Napa, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't know. It just messes up my system. I don't know. So that to me, I mean, my biggest test though, I will say, and I know we're getting close to the end of this episode is, I'm sending my partner, Jeremy, to her. And I want to see what she says for him because if she says the same things, I'm going to be like, Burk. like <laughs> we're, so, we're so different. He struggles with such different things. I'm not a doctor, but I think I already know in my head some of the things. And so I want to hear what her recommendations and analysis of him are. And then I'll know if she's the real deal. So I have to. I'm not Jeremy going might to suffer from big details. pandaism, which is which is what I have. Uh, which is the, <laughs> you and Jeremy both big panda. Yeah, club. <laughs> yeah. Listen, listen. When you have big pandaism, what it means is you don't like the feeling of like people eat until you're full. You know what I mean? Like people, like the way you're supposed to eat, supposed to, like you're like satisfied, but some people yeah. eat until they're full. Like they don't feel like they've eaten unless they eat till they're full, which is always a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> big pandaism. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what it is. We'll find out. It'd be funny if she came out and said that. She's like, yeah, you suffer with a case of big pandaism. 
<laughs> yeah, so that'll be my test. That'll be, I'll come back and I'll share just whether it was very different or not. Because if so, that's when I'll know if she's the real deal. But at the very least, I think it's a great lesson. I just want to share with everyone else who maybe have never heard about this before. They've never heard of this mix of this science and this woo and the muscle testing and looking at your gen- genetics, like at least look around and see if you're really struggling with something, like see what's around you that's maybe not traditional that you might have to pay out of pocket for, but like, what if it helped you for a whole lifetime? Yeah. And, and so. I would say to anyone who wants to discredit or think it's not for them, or maybe a bit of disbelief, all I would say is professional athletes go to great lengths to get custom diets for them optimal performance for them. These teams invest who knows how much money into feeding these people Mm -hmm. exactly what they're supposed to eat. So whether they're an endurance athlete, they're a football player, it doesn't matter who it is. They they need their body to perform a certain way and they eat an optimized diet for them. So like, you know, I remember when TB12 came out and everyone's like, Tom Brady eats the weirdest diet. No one can explain me why he doesn't eat nightshades. Like, I've never heard that. Like, mm-hmm. I, how can a tomato be bad yep. for you? But he's like, he doesn't eat nightshades. And yep. so he's gone through whatever he's gone through. And, as a, and obviously his playing career was longer than just about everyone else's. So, I mean, yep. I get it. He's a case of one. But that's the fact that every pro athlete gets a custom diet for them is a fact. That's mm-hmm. a fact. And so – there's a lot to it. And so I agree with you. If you're feeling like you need something or something off in your life, maybe it's worth mm-hmm. exploring. Or if you just want to check. Yeah, it's worth exploring. Like, I mean, I was just like, I feel healthy for the majority of my days. And when I get told not to eat chicken, I'm like, wow, damn, I eat chicken all the time. Like, that's one thing I shouldn't be. But what I think happens is that you hear the Tom Brady stories, don't eat nightshades. And everyone's like, I shouldn't eat nightshades. <laughs> It's like, no, actually you, like for me, nightshades are good. But my one friend, she can't eat nightshades. No tomatoes, none of of that. Like that is not on her diet. And so it's like, don't just listen. Like I tell people that. It's like, like, it doesn't matter what Tom Brady's doing. (laughs) Yeah. So So anyway, if you're out there, that's the only, that's the final warning. Don't take advice. Last thing, don't take advice from a supplement seller. I don't trust that industry at all. All right. No. You know, (laughs) Don't take advice from anyone unless they actually look into you. Yeah. Like, don't even, don't try and do what I'm doing. Because what I'm doing, Albert definitely shouldn't do. You shouldn't do. Um, but if this does pique your interest and you're like, I want to know about this doctor, email us at info at She's virtual. Um, I can give you her contact info. And the last thing that we want to ask you for is we want to get this podcast shared with more people. So if you think this was helpful, share it with your friends. This podcast is not free. So we have money running to keep this up and running, but we don't have ads on it. We just want you guys to benefit. Um, so rate it, review it, and let your friends know about it so we can keep this baby running. That's right. We're taking fun. a page out of Sam Parr's book. He says, this podcast is not free. It costs money. And the money it costs is actually just your likes and subscribes. Give us a shout. Like, subscribe to this podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, so that we can keep making it. Because if no one gives us a sign... Uh, sadness. I'm gonna give us a sign. Give me a sign. I mean, give us a sign. Outside of the views, I mean, I see that, but I want to see more signs. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. I'm here for it. All right. Thanks, everyone, and we will see you on Monday.
Hey, listeners, thanks for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It helps spread the word, and I would greatly appreciate it. See you next time.